Hey guys, I hope you're ready for the word. This is Voice Over Nations broadcast. I'm your host, Kerry B, and this is Vaughn Radio. I'm glad that you can tune back in with me. I have been teaching about the seven spirits of God, and I want to go over them quickly. This is, I believe, part three of the seven spirits of God. Number one, the spirit of the Lord. Number two, the spirit of wisdom. Number three, the spirit of understanding. Number four, the spirit of counsel. Uh, number five, the spirit of might. Number six, the spirit of knowledge. And seven, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And um, in order to more fully understand the Holy Spirit, we need to understand all seven spirits that are called the seven spirits of the Lord. We need to remember that everything Jesus did on earth was through the power of the seven, seven spirits of God that rested on his life. He was 100% God. He was also 100% man. He moved by the power of the spirit. And we're going to have victory uh, in society today, in this world. We need to understand the seven spirits of God and use them for our advantage. As I said before, they're not actually seven different seven spirits. They're not seven spirits of God. I know we call them the seven spirits of God or the sevenfold manifestations of one spirit. But these are distinct manifestations that one spirit operates through uh, for the body of Christ and do the work of the Father. And uh, so we've already gone over uh, the spirit of the Lord. We also went over the spirit of wisdom. And I think we left off with the spirit of understanding. And um, you have to have understanding in this hour. Proverbs 18 and 2, I think that was the scripture we left off with. It says, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. As I said before, there are a lot of people that are very opinionated. They always have to get their point across. They always have to get the last word. They always want to be heard. And uh, I think it's the time to listen and it's the time to speak. But the person that gains understanding, they listen to sound counsel and sound advice. But a fool is a person that takes no pleasure in listening or understanding. All they're trying to do is get their point across and make them sound so smart or whatever their mission is. Psalms 119 and 130, it says, the unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. You can take the most simplest, uneducated people that you can come across. And the word of the Lord, it will give them light. Light speaks about illumination. Light speaks about revelation and understanding. Light brings knowledge to any situation. It imparts understanding to the simple. And I think that is powerful. That a person doesn't have to have a master's degree to get this type of understanding from God. When we're speaking or we're talking about the spirit of understanding, all of the understanding in this world, it comes from God. It comes from the spirit of understanding. That is one of the ways the Holy Spirit manifests itself to bring you divine instruction and understanding in anything you face in life. There is nothing 
that is too hard for God not to teach you. Man, let me tell you something. Whatever you need understanding in, he can give you understanding. He can make a way that you understand you're in from your beginning. He does it all the time. I think it was on yesterday's broadcast, I was speaking to someone that I was hearing in the spirit, and I was saying that if someone was having questions about their upbringing, it may have been um, that they were adopted or some situation like that, and it kind of left a void in their life. And I said on yesterday's broadcast that if you seek the Lord and if you quiet and still yourself in the presence of the Lord, and ask for the spirit of understanding from the Holy Spirit to come upon your life. Ask him to show you the things that you don't understand. He will. We receive not a lot of times because we don't ask. If you need wisdom, wisdom is the uh, ability to use knowledge in the right way. Uh, that's what I like to say about wisdom. When we use knowledge in the right way and uh, I believe that when we seek the Lord he can give us wisdom uh, understanding he can give us anything that we may need but we have to ask him a lot of times so he gives unfolding words it gives light and when that light comes in the darkness have to has to leave a lack of knowledge signifies darkness but when God shines this light, when he illuminates this light upon any area of your life that may not have understanding, it brings light to that situation. And so we thank God for that. Proverbs 14 and 29 says, Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. Now, now, isn't that something? Have you ever seen people that just get upset about any little thing? They are quick-tempered. Um, they're quick to get mad. Um, they act a certain way when they get mad. It's, it's like a, when you're speaking about folly, you're speaking about a person that lacks good common sense. <laughs> That's a person that lacks understanding and, and good sense. Just good common sense. Lack of prudence and foresight. Um, just doesn't know how to think. You, you know, you can have some people that are educated, but still don't have common sense. And so you're speaking about folly. You're speaking about a lack of um, common sense. In my, in my opinion, that's what it is, a lack of common sense. It's not using your uh, ways wisely. You get upset and you're ready to kill someone and you're ready to do this and you're ready to do all of that. Um, it's not very wise. It's not wise at all and it doesn't show uh, good sense. The Bible says, whoever is slow to anger, when a person is slow to anger, slow to get mad, you can't easily get them ticked off. They have great understanding. But when a person has a quick temper, they exalt foolishness. 
they act crazy. They say things and they say, then they turn around and say, well, I didn't mean that. No, you meant it because you said it. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I didn't mean to hit you. I didn't mean to slap you. I didn't mean to cut you. Well, that's the temper. That's why the Bible says when a person um, gets angry fast, they exalt folly. And you don't want to be that person. Proverbs 17 and 27 says, Whoever restrains his words has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. I like that right there. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge. When you are able to restrain yourself when you are at your angriest point, the Lord is saying that you have knowledge. You have great wisdom. You have great understanding. But that person who's not able to do that is considered as a fool. That person that has a cool spirit is a man or a woman of understanding. A person that's able to stay calm in the midst of a fiery furnace exchange where you're about to blow your top, but your spirit is cool because you have the Holy Spirit in you and the Holy Spirit is telling you to calm down. Sometimes you just have to let people have it. You know, you have days when um, people may act a fool, act a certain type of way. And you be like, okay, I'm going to let you have it today. I'm not going to even fuss. I'm not going to argue. I, I'm not even entertaining. I'm going the opposite way. Then other days it's on. But the Bible says when you have a cool spirit, you are a person of understanding. Cool, not hot-tempered. Not ready to fight back. Not doing tit for tat, but you are cool down, cool down, chill out. That's what the Lord is saying. Take it easy. Don't get so mad. Have a conversation. And if anyone is going to get mad, it's going to be the other person. But don't you lose your cool, not in this hour. Let me read it again. Proverbs 17, 27. I love the way it reads. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Job 28 and 28. And we're speaking about the spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding is one of the sevenfold uh, manifestations of how the Holy Spirit works, how he operates. And uh, we're so glad for his presence. It says in Job 28, 28, and he said to man, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to turn away from evil is understanding. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. As I said before, you would be a fool not to fear God. It, it, the, the one that has the power to cash you in the hell, cash you in the grave, cash you in the lake of fire, take the breath from out of your, your body. That's the one you need to fear. Because when you have a healthy fear, a reverential fear of the Lord, there's certain things you're not going to do. You're not going to even entertain. You're not going to say. You're not going to act in that way when you have a healthy fear of God. And so the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. That's great wisdom when you have fear of, of, of God. And to turn away from 
evil is understanding. Because when you're entertaining evil, it leads you down a path of destruction. It leads you into a place where you don't need to be. It leads you into a place where you can end up in jail or you can end up hurting someone or someone hurting you. I mean, just one bout of anger or something like that, it can cause you a lifetime of pain. And so the Lord is letting us know, stay away from evil, turn away from it. Because when you do, you have understanding. You have understanding when you are able to turn away from evil. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom has a starting place in our lives. And the starting place is the fear of the Lord. That is the starting place of wisdom. That's the beginning of wisdom. Praise God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. And his praise endures forever. When you fear God, wisdom comes to you. When you practice wisdom, it gives you a good understanding. His praise endures forever in your life. When you operate and you function with wisdom and understanding. Um, some people are just hard to understand. Some people are slow to understand, not just in books or the curriculum of a class, but in just everyday life. They're hard to understand, they're hard to learn. It takes them a long time to learn something. Sometimes it, you see people in and out of jail they're hard of understanding. They lack understanding. It's a repetitive cycle, a revolving door, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Haven't learned yet. No understanding. Many years away from children. No understanding. They keep doing the same thing over and over again because they don't have understanding. They think they can get away with it. They're used to their lifestyle. And they're not disciplined enough to change their ways. When we're speaking about understanding and we're asking the spirit of understanding to come upon our life, you may have children that are struggling in school. Ask the Holy Spirit to release understanding upon your children in their books. They're getting ready to take a test. Ask the Lord for his spirit of understanding so that which you are reading that which you are meditating upon that which you are studying it will not be that hard there are a lot of people have a problem with really learning the Bible ask the spirit of understanding to come upon your life and so when you open up the scriptures and ask God for passion for the word not just understanding, but understanding to the point where you can teach it. Or understanding to the point where you can ask more questions that you never knew that related to that subject. Because when you understand, 
It gives you wisdom. It gives you knowledge. It puts you in a position where you can be elevated in the things of God. If you're in a business and uh, you want to be promoted, you're looking at supervisor posi uh, position or manager position or district manager position, whatever it is, and you don't know the ins and out, ask God to show you. Ask wisdom to come upon you and learn all you can. I think that we as people of God, we should be to the place where we are passionate about everything we do. Whether it's our jobs, whether it's the work of the ministry, whether it's doing anything in our community, that we should have a certain passion to do it. You're not just all droggy and groggy and uh, people can tell whether you want to do it or not. You ask them and do it. Uh, yeah. You don't want to do it, don't do it. But I think that we should have a passion to do things to the point where we're excited or we can't wake up to learn more. I think television and social media has really put a damper on learning with many in our families and our society. When you get on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and uh, all these other different channels, you could spend all day doing the same thing and never learn. And then you can get there and you can learn. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying there are times that where you have to have a break. Where you have to spend some time with God, as I said before. And you have to open up the Bible. You know, you can have the Bible on your phone. And it's nothing like having the Bible in your hand. Because the Bible on your phone does not have an anointing at all. I know it's convenient. I mean, take it to church sometimes. Uh, look at it at church. In church at times we have but that Bible that you hold in your hand that Bible on your tablet or that Bible on your phone or computer is nothing like the one you hold in your hand because you can feel the anointing that comes from the pages of it the pages are anointed so we have to get understanding the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom we need wisdom and understanding to be able to deal with anything you know even to take care and raise your children you need wisdom. You need understanding. I mean, when I started out as a pastor uh, many years ago, a lot of mistakes I made because I didn't have wisdom to be able to do it. I had never done it before. And there were some mistakes that I ended up regretting later on. Uh, certain things I didn't have an understanding about. And uh, But life would teach you understanding and wisdom if you if you allow life to teach you it will and from your past mistakes you can learn and then you can walk in the very power of the mistakes that you made and you can overcome what you did wrong you can reverse all of those bads and mistakes you've made and walk in the very power because of what you learned there's certain things that you cannot learn by books certain things you will have to learn on your own no one is going to be able to teach you. You're going to have to learn those mistakes on your own. And all of us have to do it at certain times in our life. So this is the spirit of understanding. And on our next lesson, lesson we're going to be talking about the spirit 
of counsel. You don't want to miss that. So we're out of time. And like I said, this is Voice of the Nations, Carrie B, Vine Radio. And I want you to tune back in and share this broadcast as we're speaking about the seven spirits of God. You're going to need these different titles um, of the Holy Spirit to come on your life at some time or another. So be blessed and tune back in real soon. Take care. Hey guys, I hope you're having a wonderful day in the presence of the Lord. This is Voice Over Nations broadcast. We're on the air. This is Carrie B. I'm your host, Von Radio. We've been speaking about the seven spirits of God, and it's been a really powerful teaching, speaking about the way the Holy Spirit manifests itself in at least seven different ways. We know there are other different titles or names that he goes by, that he answers to, and each one of his names uh, they answer to a different problem, a different uh, need that we have in our life and also in the earth. So we're on number four, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of counsel. Now, counsel speaks about advice, good advice. Uh, we need God's counsel in order to rule and reign with him. If you're going to rule and reign, uh, reign as kings and priests, you need the counsel of the Lord. That's the advice and the wisdom of God. The spirit of counsel is what we really need as we counsel with God Almighty. We need to hear his wise counsel uh, and his advice uh, as it relates to everything that we may face because we can come across some very uh, serious issues that uh, we need to have answers to and God will give us counsel. He will give us advice on what we should do and that comes by his spirit, the spirit of counsel. Uh, the precious spirit of God is always giving you advice. He's always giving you good advice. Have you ever asked someone for the advice and they gave you the wrong advice and then you ended up blaming them? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, it's bad to be blamed when someone asks you for your for advice. And uh, when you ask the advice of the Lord, he's always going to give you the right advice. He's always going to tell you what you need to do at the right time. Proverbs 1 and 5 says, A wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. When you are in trouble and you need an attorney, you're seeking counsel counsel that will give you insight on legal matters you retain counsel that's what they call it and uh, that person is 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 going to fight on your behalf and that's what the holy spirit does uh, he's a spirit of, of counsel he gives us counsel he gives us advice but also he fights for us so a wise man will hear and increase and learn you have to be able to hear if you if you seek an advice from God, you need to hear what he's saying. And when you hear and obey, you increase in learning and you grow in stature. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. You will always seek wise advice. If you have common sense, if you have good understanding, it's within you to seek wise advice. You're getting ready to... Uh, build a three-story house, a home. And uh, you've never done it before. Uh, it's your dream home. You need to seek some advice. 
who are the best contractors around that can pull off what you need? Maybe you want to elevate in it. Maybe you want some other things in it, some special stuff. You need to seek advice. Speak to other people that have had homes built before. Seek counsel. They'll tell you who to stay away from. They'll tell you who to go to. Advice. Count the calls before you build, the Bible says. So, uh, a, a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Psalms, number one, one through two. We all know this Psalms. It says, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. In other words, blessed, a uh, blessed is that man that walketh not in the advice of the wicked or the ungodly. That person is blessed because if you're getting advice or counsel from someone who is wicked or ungodly, then what they tell you will probably be wicked too. Uh, they may tell you, show you how to do some things, but it may be crooked. It may be wicked. It may be against the law. It may not be right. It may be opposed to the laws of the land, opposed to the law of God. The Bible said, blessed is the man who walketh not, who does not seek the counsel of wicked people or the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinner or the path of sinners. You're standing in their paths, the places where they walk to. How does it look for a man of God, a woman of God to be sitting around at a pool hall where they're drinking beer and shooting crap and gambling and smoking dope? How does that look in the way of the sinner, in the path of sinners? Now, it sits in the seat of the scornful, the scoffers. Um, that's not what the man or woman of God is supposed to be doing. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. See, the advice that he gets from God will cause him to grow in the things of the Lord. He will meditate upon his law day and night, and he makes his way prosperous when he does that. When you go into the book of Proverbs, are you going to the presence, into the presence of the Lord? Are you asking for the Holy Spirit to release the counsel or the advice of His Spirit upon your life, He will advise you. He's the best advisor that you can ever get. He's the best advisor you can ever get in your life because He knows the beginning from the end. He knows the past and everything in between. He knows if that business is the right uh, business that you need to invest in. He knows if the persons that started it are crooks or not. So seek his counsel, seek his advice. Proverbs 8, 14 through 16 says, Counsel is mine and sound. Wisdom. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. Advice or counsel is mine and sound wisdom. 
the Holy Spirit is letting us know that good counsel, good advice, it comes from Him. And it's sound wisdom. You can take it to the bank. If God tells you something, if the spirit of counsel is on your life and you're working out matters of the heart or you're working out matters that are important, whatever He tells you, you can take it to the bank. Because whatever he says is written in blood, the blood of the Lamb of God, not the blood of the mafia, but the blood of the Lamb of God. Praise God. By, by this counsel, by this advice, by this wisdom and understanding, kings reign and rulers decree justice. Praise God. Proverbs 12 and 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The way of a fool. Everything that fool does is wise in their own eyes. Whether he's male or female, the way of a fool is right in their own eyes. But a wise man, what does he do? He listens to advice. You can't tell a fool nothing. I've seen some fools in my day. We used to have a nightclub and I've seen some very foolish people, much older than I am. It's bad when you've been a fool all your life. When you just spent the majority of your life doing foolish stuff, will not seek advice, will not listen to anyone just doing everything you want to do. Won't listen. Won't take advice. Won't take counsel. Don't tell me what to do. I'm doing what I want to do. What I'm doing is right. And you can't tell them no different. But God, the Bible calls that person a fool. But a wise man listens to advice. If you're wise... In this hour, listen. Listen to what someone is trying to tell you. Sometimes people will tell us things that we kind of know is true and it's good advice, but because we're so proud and we're so arrogant, we don't want to receive it from them. We'll receive it from someone else, but we definitely don't want to receive it from them. It doesn't matter who it's coming from. Sound advice is sound advice. The Bible says a man that listens to advice is wise. Proverbs 11 and 14 says, Where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Where, where there's no wisdom, where there's no guidance, where there's no insight, the people, they fail and they fall. But in abundance of counselors, there is safety. Abundance of wise counselors or wise advisors. You know, you have advisors to the president. You have advisors to uh, different presidents of corporations. They give them advice. They give them counsel. They tell them that this is a good decision. They tell them the ins and outs of what happens when you make this decision or you accept this plan or you get this contract. They advise them. 
because they specialize in that. They specialize in certain things, and that's why they call. That's why they retain for those companies. But good advice. It's always、uh, a great idea to have someone that would give you good sound advice. I love good advice. I love to listen to good advice because I know in the long run it's going to make me wise. Now sometimes you may not receive that advice, and sometimes you may not even think that advice is good for you. Until the situation comes up in which the person was talking about, and then you'll find out that I should have listened to that advice because that advice was wise. Don't buy that car; it has too many miles on it. Well, it's a good price. Wise counsel, wise advice says it's got two hundred forty thousand miles on it. It may be at a good price, but they're lowering the price to get you in there. Because sooner or later it's going to break. You get it, and a month later, it threw a rod in the engine. All the heads are bad. The piston's gone. The、uh, transmission going out is slipping. Now you're angry. You got it for a good price. It was just a thousand dollars. Now you got to spend four thousand dollars to fix it. If you had only listened. To good advice, good counsel. You took it to your mechanic friend and said, "Man, this is too many miles on it. If you're going to get it, get it for three hundred dollars for a lower, lower price. Don't don't pay what they're asking for it. No, I think it's a good deal. I got the money in my pocket. I got the money in the bank. They say somebody already looking at it. Yeah,、mm-hmm. I got I got I got to be back before six o'clock because they're going to sell it. Well, you run on back down there and you buy it. You sign the dotted line, and they don't even give you a thirty day contract." They gave you four day contract. Thirty days later, it's knocking. Now you go back, you mad. You want to hurt the person that sold you the car. You saying it's a lemon, it's no good. When your friend, your mechanic friend, or somebody in your family, or someone you trust, they told you that it had too many miles on it, but you wanted to do things your own way because it was pretty, it was clean on the inside, but it had a lot of miles, two hundred and forty some thousand miles on it. And they want this exorbitant fee for it, and it's way. And they 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 asking way above book value. Book value said a car worth six hundred dollars. They say they want a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, and you go for it. And now you're mad, cause it threw a rod, and you're walking again. And the reason why is because you did not listen to sound counsel, sound advice. Listen, 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 listen. I hear the Lord、uh, telling me to say that to someone. Listen, don't make that bad decision. Don't make that bad decision. Well, you need some money, so you're gonna go. You're gonna go to the loan place, and、uh, you need to get three hundred dollars, and they charge you eighteen percent, twenty percent, twenty-five percent interest. Are you ending up paying a whole lot more money than what you actually borrowed? And what the Lord was telling you all this the time is, don't buy that, don't buy that, don't get yourself in debt, don't get yourself in a hole. But you're trying to keep up with the Joneses because they have it, you want to have it too. Let me tell you something. Never get to the place where you're trying to keep up with people. 
they may can sleep good at night. You trying to keep up with them. You got four jobs <laughs> to pay for half of the bills they have. And you can't even sleep because you're so tired. Because you're trying to keep up with someone. You're trying to impress someone. Let me tell you, we used to, uh, I used to have a, a 1994 four-door Nissan uh, Sentra. I used to call it a little red because it was a red car. <laughs> and I did not care. My wife and our daughter, they hated that car. Because I was passionate at the time and passed had this little red car. Everybody else had nice cars and I didn't care what they had. I did not want to get into debt at all. I did not want to get in debt. I wasn't trying to keep up with the Joneses. I was trying to go to work, go to church and go wherever we needed to go. I was saying to myself and to them, whatever y'all want, we could get that later. Let's amass something first. I don't like notes. And my wife was so glad when I totally lost that little car and she was able to get her Mercedes. Boy, I tell you what, she was laughing. I mean, they were, I, 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 I ran into the light pole, light pole and knocked down. Somebody ran into the light pole, actually. Total lost my little car. Amelis had to come and get me. And she just laughing all the time. Now, she wasn't laughing at me because I was going to the hospital, but she was laughing because that car was tore up. I can tell you that. She was definitely had a smirk on her face because that little red car was destroyed. <laughs> and she got what she wanted. Praise God. But I tell you, don't keep up with the Joneses in this hour. Let them have it. You pay for what you can afford and don't worry about what everybody else is getting. That is, that is sound counsel to you. That's, I'm telling you, somebody listening, that's sound advice, that's sound counsel. Don't go and try to get that big business. Somebody's about to make a decision about a church. You see this big, nice, spacious building and you don't even have the members to support what you have right now because the ones that you have are not paying their tithes. Take your time before you get that building because you may be stuck with the mortgage or the lease on it by yourself. That's just wisdom. If you can handle it, you can handle it. If you can't, don't try to stretch yourself. Not now. That's just wisdom. That's just sound advice. So it says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. And then we also said that uh, the abundance of counselors are their safety. When you got a lot of advisors, uh, sometimes it's, it's good to have a bunch of advisors that, that's advising you in the right way. Proverbs 15 and 22 says, Without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors they succeed. Now you don't need to have a whole army of, of advisors because all of them are not going to tell you the same thing. But it says, with our counsel, plans fail. Without advice, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. And uh, when you receive counsel, advice from anyone, okay, who it comes from, always win in the spirit. Always take it before the Lord. 
and say, Lord, is this what you want me to do? Because a person can have good intentions, but they can tell you the wrong thing to do. That's why you have the spirit of counsel. You take it before him. And you ask the question, is this what I need to do? Should I make this move? Should I um, make this the next step? And the Holy Spirit, the spirit of counsel, will give you the advice of what you need to do. Guys, I hope that this is a blessing. We're going to continue on um, the spirit of counsel uh, when we come back again. As I say, this is Voice of a Nation, Von Radio, Carrie B. Study your word. Get these scriptures that I've given you and uh, use them for your benefit. I'll be back real soon. Take care.